Hello and welcome to Romance at a Glance. Before we get started, we want to give the biggest shout out to our newest patron, Catherine C. Catherine, we appreciate you. Welcome to the family. It gets really nasty here and the water is warm, mostly because I peed in it. We are so happy to have you. And to all our patrons, your support means everything to us because without it, this podcast just doesn't happen. So without further ado, let's get into our episode. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Romance at a Glance. I'm your host, Bridget. With me, as always, is my co-host, Shani. Hey, Shani. Hey, Bridge. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. You guys, this originally was going to be gifting me to his best friend by Katie Robert. As you guys remember, I was super excited about it because I love Katie Robert. I love how smutty her books are. She's so great at writing erotica. And obviously, this is the steamy season that I was gifting to Shani. And I was like, he's gifting her to his best friend. It was the perfect thing. But the audiobook did not come out in time because of COVID. Silly COVID getting in the way of all of our good plans. Mm -hmm. And so here we are. And I was like, I got to sub a different one of her books because she's for sure going to be in the season. And I decided because of Beauty and the Beast, if you guys recall, my justification was that it snows in that movie. And so I was like, Christmas movie. Christmas movie. (laughs) Absolutely. Holiday movie. It snows. Holiday. (laughs) And here we are, Johnny. Here we are. It's been a good season. I mean, I feel really good. I feel really taken care of. I really feel like you, like, held my hand through this nasty, gooey, amazing season. I feel like this book was a nasty, gooey explosion. (laughs) It was. You know? And, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for you, Bridget. I just want you to know. I just want you to know from the depths of my soul. Every day I think about you and I go, you know what? I'm grateful for Bridget. I think about you every day too, and I'm grateful for you, Shani. In all seriousness, I love you. In all seriousness, I'm like, I love you, girl. Okay, so just FYI, listeners, I have not seen Bridget in a minute just because I am quarantining because my partner had like a secondary exposure. So to make sure everything's okay, doing testing, all that stuff. So I haven't seen Bridget for a few days. And I'm like, I wanna say Bridget. I feel like a little kid, like one of those little kid memes. I'm like, I wanna say my friend. Mama, she won't let me go see my friend. I wanna go see my friend. (laughs) That's how I feel too. Tonight, my husband was like, oh, what time is Shawnee getting here? And I was like, but she's not coming. We're gonna see each other on the internet. He's like, oh. I was like, someone that they know had COVID maybe but they're not sure so I have to stay at home <laughs> it's like it's like Shiny's mom will let her come out to play I was all ornery about it he's like I'm sorry and I was like thank you <laughs> I appreciate that he knows that I like to see you he, you know why he also likes that you come over and now is that I'm just in a much better mood after I see you because I love seeing you. You guys make me happy. So I think he like appreciates that because as we've talked about on this podcast before, you guys, me and Shawnee talk about this a lot in real life. Not every person can't, like one person can't be all the things that you need. Yeah. And so he appreciates that you fill a different need for me than he can fill. Yeah. And so he doesn't then have to try and fill something that he's just like not the right person to fill. And so it's great. And it's, it's like, great. And, and like, why should he, you know? Because girlfriends have, there's like a place for girlfriends. It's a good purpose. And there's a place for friends. And when you, there's, there's a place for friends that's separate than your partner. Exactly. And also like, sometimes like you don't want your partner even there. Like you're like, okay, you go, yeah. you go away now. My Shoot. friend is here. Shoot. Shoot. <laughs> 
Shani brought some Reese's. Shoot. <laughs> and he's like, do you guys want lunch? And I'm like, shoot, you're in our space. Go away. We're working. And I'm like, tacos? Get us tacos. <laughs> Get us tacos and bring them back. <laughs> That's what happened. Shani and Leo just contrived behind my back yeah, about tacos. And I was did. like, you guys, I really don't care. Please leave me out of it. If you guys want food, just figure it out. No, Bridget, <laughs> just Bridget hit us it. with the, we have food in the fridge. I was like, <laughs> that's a mom thing to say. Such a mom thing to say. We do have food. <laughs> we do have so much food in our fridge I was like, all who, the time. Who, who, who told you to come to this party? You're like that person who came to the party with potato salad with raisins in it. I was like, we're getting tacos, Bridget. Stop trying, stop trying to get me to eat the yeah. leftover Costco Charlie chicken. leans over and she goes, Bridget, we're ordering tacos and i was like fine i don't care just don't i don't want to pick them up i don't want to be involved in ordering you guys know what i like to eat so you two figure it out so despite the fact that we aren't together we're together over the internet in spirit, in spirit. and we are here to talk about the beast by katie robert yes did you guys catch the interview with katie on tuesday because it was wonderful she's awesome also you guys she writes a metric fuck ton every month and it's <laughs> inspiring that is a uh, legal measurement <laughs> legal measurement legal measurement it's a technical term technical term metric fuck ton <laughs> technical mm-hmm. yo also you guys I have to say that I look smashing today you on really our do, video though. chat did you do something I to your hair good. I did cut the back cause it cut looks different it also looks darker maybe that's cause just cause the lights are I low I think it's cause of the green like the dark green walls and that's it's nighttime. Ah, you know I like you with dark hair. You looking mad, I know, mad I mysterious. Looking, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm looking very pale too because of the like computer yeah. shining on my face. You, you so do I'm got a goth. Very pale. You got a goth thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, that's a quick side note about how good I look. Side if note. you guys are looking at the Instagram stories, you will see how delightful I look right now. Delightful. <laughs> I do love a retelling of Beauty and the Beast. I've read a few of them, and I'm always here for the story because I think it was probably the number one. There's like three movies in my life that I can say like, "Mm, I should have known I was kinky when, (laughs) (laughs) or like very formative in my like sexual growth. Yeah. As a kid, sure. not knowing what what that was, you know, um, and the Beast was definitely one of them. I was in love with the Beast as the Beast, not when he transforms back into a man. No, fucking weird ass looking dude. Mm-hmm. We talked about that with Katie too, and I love that she was on our team. Yeah. I was like, no, I wanted him to be the Beast. She was like, really who, think I- who wanted him to be human? <laughs> no, Tony so Litwall Flowers. <laughs> yeah. Calling you out, Calling Tony. Calling you out, Tony. We know it was you. We know it was you. <laughs> yeah, I I loved the Beauty of the Beast. I um uh, I guess I should have known something was going on because Simba, <laughs> the Beast, and Aladdin are my three favorite <laughs> heroes of Disney movies. I don't like any of the actual princes. <laughs> I just like the two animals, and then the very cocky funny cocksure like you know fun one he's like jumping through the rafters yeah um so i had a very like like an aha moment the other day because i totally forgot this the the other movie that i watched as a kid that should have told me that i was hella kinky was the princess mm-hmm. bride okay Okay. Oh, he gets tied up. When he gets tied down to the suction machine or whatever, I rewound that scene so many times, Bridget. (laughs) 
And I would sneak to watch that scene and out of all these tingles that I didn't know what they were, but I loved that scene. And I like, it just came back to me. I'm like, holy cow, I forgot how many times I watched that. I was like, yeah, tie him down. I think, Shawnee, in another another sexual life, I would have been a dominatrix. I think if I had met the right person at the right time, I think that could have been part of my journey. First of all, I think my husband has my husband has too many trust issues to be tied up. <laughs> he doesn't want to be tied up by me. I keep being like, I promise I won't do anything that's on the no list. I promise. But he's like, I don't know. He has like weird things. He does not want to be tied up. And I respect that. He, some people don't want to be tied up. And I'm like, you can tie me up. Let's try it. <laughs> I like uh, being tied up. I do uh, shibari with my partner. Um, and I really like it. It was actually really helpful for me to like get back into my body. But um, it's interesting because I don't I at all identify as somebody who is attracted to women. However, when it comes to topping, like, so basically being a, a dominatrix yeah. or a D-type or whatever, like, I'd love to top women because... In general, there's nothing inherently sexual about topping someone. Um, a lot of times, no sex is actually involved in that at all. It's a power play. So, like, right. it reminds me, the thought of, like, topping a woman reminds me of, like, being with my sisters when I was a kid. Like, like playing. Because we used to, like, wrestle and, like, we used mm-hmm. to go hard, all the girls in my family. So, like, to me, it's, like, playtime. I'm like, yes. And it's, like, psychological play. I'm like, yes. Yeah. This sounds like a lot. Yeah. Like, it just sounds, like, fun to me. Yeah. Now, stepping my toe into that pond, that sounds like uh, the cautious Shawnee would take a long Too much. Yeah, cautious Shawnee is like, I don't know if I want to. Yeah, like, like, it would take so <laughs> the warm-up that it would take. I'm like, one, I'd have to have somebody who I felt comfortable enough to play with, who I felt comfortable enough sure. to, like, whatever. And a friend of mine's... Uh, uh, girlfriend offered and I was like mm, see you're my friend's girlfriend and if I fuck you up yeah, then see I feel like it's too close to the too close <laughs> yeah I would want someone to be there to like watch me to make sure I wasn't like overstepping if that makes sense yeah like I would want someone there to police me basically not that I think that I would like on purpose do because I certainly wouldn't on purpose cross any boundaries but I also I feel like if I gave myself over to that mentality yeah. of like whatever whatever the kink is that you're exploring, if it's like shame or humiliation or spanking or whatever the, whatever the thing may be, um, I feel like if you get, give yourself over to that mindset, I would want someone, especially like if I ever did it in like the early times, I would want someone there who was like throwing a flag on the play, like, <laughs> hey. Not cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, not cool? Too far? Okay. Okay. My bad. I, yeah. uh, let's stop. Let's <laughs> do a little aftercare. Let's reset for tomorrow. Let's try. That means because. That's why she offered because she's, I don't know if they call it a power bottom or whatever, but she's a very experienced uh, like bottom. So she would be able to give me active tips as like feedback. feedback as it's going on. You don't want to do it with somebody who's not um, experienced. Right. But you know what? Yeah. I do like all the BDSM play and shit in this book. Let's get into it. Let's get it poppin'. Romance at a glance. Uh huh. Romance at a glance. What you say now? Romance at a glance. Go ahead, girl.
Okay, you guys, Shawnee brought us back to life. And as you guys know, we're talking about The Beast by Katie Robert. This is book number four of the Wicked Villains series. So, guys, the other Wicked Villains are doing Jafar and Princess Jasmine. She's doing Hook and Tinkerbell. She's Mm. doing... uh, So she's talking about Aurora from Sleeping Beauty and Maleficent, who has a slightly different name. Ursula gets a book. Guys. Wait a minute. books are... Wait a minute. Is is Aurora and Maleficent's book like a lesbian book? Yes. Ooh, okay. Female, female. Okay, okay. Yeah, so this book is male, male, female. And all of them are in like the kink BDSM world because they're all villains, guys. Hello. Nice. And each one has a different set of pairings. So some of them have multiple people. Lots of people get involved. Some of them only have the main couple. In this book, it's male, male, female for the main couples, triad mm-hmm. couple. But they also fuck around with some other folk. I like this. Yes. More the merrier. How did you feel about the cover of this book, Shani? Um, So I actually really like the cover of this book. Um it doesn't have any naked people. It doesn't. It doesn't have any abs. It doesn't like. It doesn't have. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say that this cup um, on the cover of this book told me what was happening, but I was intrigued. Right. I was like, "What? Yes. What is this tankard that says the Beast?" And it's all. It's like really dark, and it almost looks like the Matrix, <laughs> like in terms of like the blackened kind of greenish. Um, and so I actually just. I actually thought that the book garnered interest. Like I was like, "Huh." What's this about? Yes. Yes. I thought so too. I think it definitely leans more into the like fantasy element of the book. So when you look at it, you're like, ooh, this could just like you get the idea, or at least I did, from like the tankard that you're like, oh, that looks like a Beauty and the Beast tankard sort of thing. Yeah. And if you look at the whole series, you know, like Jafar's book has the snake on it, Captain Hooks has a hook. Yeah. Um, so I liked that each one had like an like item from the, the story the same vibe an item from the story the sea witch has a tentacle so it's like yeah i thought i thought the colors were nice i was for it i do love a theme i, I do love a theme i love a theme i love a good theme i love a good theme also i really liked this book guys i'm gonna just spoil the ending for you i really <laughs> like this book katie robert is fast becoming one of my new favorite romance authors I think I've read like five of her books now. Yeah. And right before we started recording this, uh, her novella Sacrifice just hit my L.A. Public Library Kindle downloads. And I am thrilled because that's what I'm going to do tonight. <laughs> I can see how excited you are about this book, Bridget. Like, <laughs> I just like her. Okay, yeah. I'm going to give you guys a quick synopsis. <clears throat> just in case you haven't read it. So Isabel loved two men and lost them with her inability to choose one of them. But after her father and their ruler dies, they leave her alone. Sent by her sister, the new queen, to bring the generals back, Isabel is willing to do whatever it takes to make Gaetan and Beast come with her to keep their kingdom safe from the encroaching sea witch. She heads to Carver City, renowned BDSM club, to retrieve them, entering into a two-week sex pact. At the end of two weeks, you must choose one of them once and for all, and they'll both come back willingly to defend the territory. But what happens when they all rip off the civil faces they've been hiding behind and unleash their darkest desires on one another? 
Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, I'm gonna tell you what happens. Shit gets freaky and it gets real sexy. That's what happens. <laughs> it does get freaky. Things get licked and people get spanked. Yeah, people get spanked. Spank him. Spank him. Spank him. It's time to get spanked. Oh, okay, man. so first of all, this book starts out with a literal bang. So like, I, I think they're, like, all having sex within, I don't know, 30 pages? Sure. Pages? I mean, it was really quick. I don't know. I don't know an audio <laughs> a time, but it was it was less than, it was 30 minutes into the audio, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I, I loved it, because she, she goes to the BDSM club to get them, and as she's going through the club, she's, like, looking around, like, the way that we would be, we're like, ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, trying to stay focused, staying focused, ooh. <laughs> and they take her to this back room. And one thing I really liked about the book is that er very early on, she says in her er in her mind, she's like, oh, like, if this is what they're into, then I never really knew them at all. Yeah. Because they always had very vanilla, like, safe sex with me. And even though I tried to, like, get them interested in some other stuff, they always, like, treated me like a princess. She has a princess, but treated me like a princess. Yeah. And they, once they realize how turned she turned on she is by like the humiliation and the shame and the whole like the whole just everything about it the possibility of being caught the spanking the just everything they're like oh we did her a disservice because we treated her like a princess instead of listening to what she was trying to like move us towards yeah. and I thought that was great because that was like uh, the central theme at least for me of the book was them being honest about who they are and what their needs were and overcoming some like assumptions. Cause like it definitely rocks all of their worlds. Like, Oh shit. Like you like that. Oh, well like that. You're not who I thought you were. I don't The book did start off with a bang. One, I liked her interaction um, with uh, the woman at the door initially. Yeah. Like I felt like yeah. that conversation set the tone for, um, for the book. Like I could hear the author like I don't know how to explain that, but I could hear what kind of author I was in for with the mm -hmm. conversation <laughs> at the door. Mm -hmm. which is like, yeah, so she's basically saying, like, why are you here? You shouldn't be here. They don't want you here. Yeah, and don't play with and me. And then she's like, well, <laughs> and don't play with me. And if they're if you're going to be here, you're going to follow the rules or I'm going to kick you the fuck out. Yeah. And, like, she, yeah, she definitely laid down the law of the club. Yeah, which I liked uh, a lot. So... The one thing about the story is that I felt like I was being dropped into the middle of a book. Like the story, mm -hmm. there was a lot of stuff that they were talking about from previous books that we weren't really privy to and that we were trying to play catch up on. Um, mm -hmm. And aside from like the steaminess of the book in general, I felt like this book needed to be a novella and not a full on book. Like it needed to be like book 4.5 between... <laughs> Between <laughs> between four and five, like I didn't feel like there was enough um I don't know meat of story uh, for me mm -hmm. in this book, um, but I thought this book was hot as fuck, and I I I do think I would recommend reading them sequentially. To your point, yeah, because all of the books hover in like the two hundred to two fifty range, so they're not very long books. Um. Which obviously, oh, that's not true. Some of them are 300 pages. So I'd say 200 to 300 pages. Um, and certainly you, in this book, you meet Tinkerbell and Hook. 
And it's clear that they obviously have had a past relationship with not only Gaetan, but also the Beast. And I think we would have had some more insight on their backstories had we already read the Tinkerbell and Hook book. Yeah, exactly. I I, just, I would recommend starting at Desperate Measures, which, guys, Katie Robert is raffling off this week. Last day. Oh, yeah, that's right. Get your book. Um, but, like, I don't like the feeling of when I feel like, ah, I should have read the beginning books or, like, oh, sure. what's where's that coming sure. from or what's happening? Or now they're talking about somebody that he was in love with that's now gone forever and will you leave again? I'm like, who's this person? Should I know them from a previous book? I mm. I don't like that feeling in books, especially if you bill your book as a standalone. Um, I don't think this book was billed as a standalone. I just okay. chose it because oh. I thought you well, would like it. Well, if it was not best. billed as a standalone. And also, it was the only, it was the only one, like... Obviously, Jafar and Jasmine don't fit into a Christmas theme, so this is the one I could make fit. It is not billed as a standalone. Okay, it's okay. Well, then if it's if it's not billed as a standalone, then it's fine because it does, to me it doesn't okay. stand alone. Like there's a no. lot of other stuff no, going. on. No, it's definitely a series. Okay. Uh, and the thing I think the people so the the past relationship that he's talking about, I I believe, is leading to her next series. Mm which is going to visit revisit that character and some of the other characters. So it's going to be about Carver City, like where the BDSM club is and and be So I think that one you're not actually supposed to know about it. I think that one's like pitching a future like ser- pitching the future series if that makes sense. Got you, got you, got you. Well, which is coming out. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that's how I felt about that. Now, past that now that out of the way <laughs> um hot i love how the book starts off with their first encounter yeah one i was like yes. <laughs> you know they're they're the guys are separated in the room uh when she comes she's like trying to maneuver to get them you know into the position she wants and yeah. then i like when uh beast is like look you know if you want something from us, then basically you have to be our like unfettered hoe for two weeks. We get to do whatever the fuck we want. And he asked her, condoms, no condoms. She was like, I'm on the birth control or whatever. So yeah. no condoms. I was like, oof. He's oof. starting off strong for me. Starting off strong yes. for me. Let me tell you yes. right now. Because I know that safe sex is important. But in books, Very important. I love when the cum is flowing. I love it. I also love when it's explained and it's like mentioned once and then they never bring it back up. Yeah. I just need you to establish, like we've talked about this guys in past podcasts, worth repeating. I just need you to establish, are the condoms important or not important? And then you don't really ever need to mention them again. Yeah. All you need to say is like, rip the foil. You don't need to, and then like, I already know yeah. it's hap- like the condoms on. Yeah. Okay, great. The crinkle. Like, I don't need. The crinkle. I heard the crinkle. <laughs> yeah. I don't need like a whole, every single time yeah. there's a whole conversation. It's like, no, either there's condoms or there's no condoms. And I liked that it was very clear at the beginning. She's like, I'm on the pill. You can raw dog this. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also like that the they talked about the consent and he was like uh Gaetan was like well unless she says yes like I'm not into I'm not into kink, like non-consent is not a kink of mine yeah. and she says yes and in his mind beast is like it was enough it has to be enough it only measure you know I think he's well I wrote down the quote I don't think I know this is what he says it's enough it has to be enough BDSM only works if there's a measure of trust involved and if I don't trust her to use her safe word then I have no business being in this room and I liked that 
not only did they like demand that she say yes to the agreement, which they pressured her into, but also they demanded that she be willing to protect herself within the agreement, Mm -hmm. which I liked. I like that a lot. And it shows that you can have this like, um, freaky ass shit. Freaky ass shit. Because like <laughs> legitimately this has the feeling of dark romance, but it's not dark yes. romance. So you right. get that fixed, but there's all the consent is there. Like right. all the, the safety things are there. Um, you right. know, a little bit. There's a lot of love. <laughs> yeah. But the, the one thing I did think was kind of like, I don't know if it's iffy or funny or whatever, but, um, beast, um, his seduction of Gaetan, like, Ooh. When he decides yeah. when he decides that he's gonna have him, like, and then yeah. his, just his maneuverings and stuff, I was just like, woof, <laughs> woof. Yeah, tell so, me, bees, what's so gonna at, happen? <laughs> so at the beginning, they basically tell her, "You have to choose one of us once and for all. That's the deal." At the end of two weeks, and she's basically like, "I could never choose before. How am I gonna choose now? I love you both." And so Beast ends up fucking Gaetan as a punishment to her because she doesn't listen to them while they're in, like, a sexual setting. Mm-hmm. So they have her laid out on the bed. Gaetan is on top of her, but not fucking her. Not fucking her. And just, like, getting her to the edge, but never bringing her over. And then Beast is fucking Gaetan on top of her. So hot. And she's just, like, writhing, like, please, someone. And no one will do it because it's her punishment. And I was like... <laughs> This hot as fuck. And then Beast literally is like, wait a minute. I think I should just keep them both. How come I only get one? Oh, wow. I want two. Yeah. And so then the whole rest of the book, he's seducing Gaetan <laughs> to like love him too. And it's great. I loved it. Yeah, it is. And then, and, and you know, I think to Katie's credit, I mean, she's got a really dirty mind. I mean, the yes. the scenarios, you know, um, with uh, Beast and Gaetan setting up the scenario for uh, Isabel, where yes. you know she, I guess she had one. Um, actually, Katie talked about this in the interview that she has a bit of a shame kink, which is kind of cool. Um, but they set it up for her to like come to the club, and uh, she's got to like mess with whoever offers her a drink first um, yeah. or whatnot. And they know that she has the like want or need to play with a woman, um, yes. so they set that up for her as well. But she yeah. has to sneak away to be with this woman, and it's part of the game. So everybody's in on it. But yeah, I think there was yeah. A bit of... Because she has a desire to be caught and yeah. be bad and then be punished for being bad. Exactly. As part of her kink. So they set it up mm-hmm. for her. Um, and that, I mean, that scene was very, very dirty and so, so good. Um, and, like, yeah. it's it reminds me a little bit of, like, L.J. Shen and the fact that, like, if the book is dirty enough for me, I forget that I wanted plot and <laughs> and this book is erotic. I mean, yeah. this book is not like this. This book is not for junior. You know, I want a closed door romance. This lovers. is no YA. Like, this book is erotic as fuck. Yeah, guys, do you want to step into Bridget's sexy corner real quick? Because oh. I will read the scene that Johnny's talking about. Absolutely, Bridget's sexy corner. Okay, you ready? So this is Aurora, and Aurora wants to also fuck Isabel. And so Aurora offers to buy her a drink and they sneak off into the closet. 
And she says, what will they do if they come in here and my tongue is in your pussy? When you look up and keep riding my face, even though they're watching, because you're so close, you can't stop. She says, I don't care. I just need to, you to make me come. And I was like, oh, girl, they going to catch Ooh. you. You going to like it. They going to like it. They going to spank you. You going to be in trouble. You going to be in so much trouble. <laughs> and then they do. They walk in and like them walk in on them fucking. And then uh, they take them out into like the public room to punish them. Yeah. And both of them are like totally into it. And they're like, this is supposed to be a punishment. They're both so turned on. And he's like, stop squirming. And they don't care. And then they both get the life fucked out of them. I would and really I like, like the life fucked out of me. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. I was like, they treated Isabel right. They were like, they're just ringing her out yeah. every day, just ringing her out. What do you got? I'm just ring you out. <laughs> no, it's funny. My partner always says, like, as a joke, he's like, do I need to beat you? And I'm always like, yes. Yes, you do. Yes. <laughs> put me in my place. Put me there. I'm going to fight back, but put me put there. Me there. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, I liked their... Okay, so Beast is obviously, like, the dom of the three of them. Yeah. And... Or not obviously, I guess, if you haven't read the book yet. But if you've read the book, it's obvious. And... One thing I liked was that he ends up telling them a fantasy. So she tells them her fantasies early on and they realize like, oh, they didn't know her. But then he, as part of his way almost of telling Gaetan, like, hey, I've liked you this whole time. I just kind of hid it for myself. At one point he walks in on them fucking and he doesn't leave. He like watches them. Yeah. And he, what he says is I wanted to go in and I wanted to punish you both for fucking me behind, like fucking behind my back and then fuck you both. And so they like gift him with that. Yeah. So they, he goes in the other room and they start fooling around and they're like, no, we shouldn't. Like he's going to come in. Like, and, and they're like playing in the scenario together too. And he's like, well, let's just slip it in just quick, you know? Like, Real quick. And so they're fucking and then he walks in and, you know, they get to act that. And I liked that because he got to be vulnerable in that as well. Which I liked that he wasn't just like the ultimate badass beast, but that he also was the one who like reached out and was like, but why can't it work, Gaetan? Like, why can't I keep you too? And I liked that. Yeah. I thought that was sweet. I liked that um, Beast was trying to like woo Gaetan. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, I I mean, in general, <laughs> this is all kind of, she got on my nerves a bit, um, but I actually really loved Beast and Gaetan more than I liked the inclusion of Isabel in the threesome. Uh, I don't know why. I just like, I just thought what. I thought theirs was very sweet because it was um, like they had, like they were both more unsure. Like they both knew she loved them already. But they hadn't like opened up that avenue between themselves. You know what it is? It's something you you've talked about before, right? Where like we don't like the second chance at love uh, yeah. trope. So Isabel <laughs> sure. was a second chance at love, yeah. But Gaetan and Beast were not. They were a first time right. at love. So I was way right. more invested in them and cared way less right. about Isabel in the process. <laughs> That makes sense. I actually thought Gaetan was my least favorite character because, as you know, I don't like pussy-ass bitch. And I felt like he was the pussy-ass bitch of the three of them. In the the sense of, like, 
In the sense of, not because he's the bottom, but because... No, he was a pussy-ass bitch. You're right. He kept his waffling yeah. and his, like... Oh, yeah, he was waffling, yeah. and he kept, like... You know, I obviously didn't like when he, like, shamed her for having a kink early on, which Beast, like, set him down for hard and was like, you can't shame her for her kink. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. And he comes back and he apologizes. But I also feel like she, like, puts her heart out there... And apologizes. And Beast puts his heart out there. And he's like, but I don't know. And they're like, dude, we're telling you it's going to be work and we love each other. And he's like, but I don't know. And I was like, man. Get it together. Pab. 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 These two sexy ass people want to fuck you for the rest of your life. You say, thank you, Jesus. And go on your way. <laughs> thank you, baby Jesus. <laughs> thank, thank you, baby Jesus. <laughs> thank you. I was like, that man is sucking on your testicles while you're fucking somebody else. First say, of all, that's you, sucking on the Jesus. testicles. <laughs> thank you, baby Jesus. Uh, thank you. Go on your way. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. That's I how I feel about that. Those, I love the three of them fucking... Let's just talk. Dude. Let's just talk about that as like just Please. a general. Tell me your favorite one. What was your favorite of the their because they had a lot of good fucking scenes. Actually, my favorite my favorite was the dirty talk in the book. Mm. No, the dirt you mm. know me. Like I could just Shani, I'm telling you from dirty you talk. You gotta you gotta listen to your dad will do. I You're am. going I'm to gonna, fucking I'm gonna die. do it. I'm gonna listen to it. It's not out yet though, right? It is out. It is? Yeah, gifting me to his best friend is not out. But your dad will do is out. The only reason I didn't choose your dad will do because it's like, again, not at all related to Christmas. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this one because I can make it work in Christmas. No, there's no <laughs> audiobook of your dad will do. I thought there was. No. Well, let me just, let me, maybe I spelled her name wrong. Let me try it again. Yeah, there's no, there's no audiobook of your dad will do. Oh, I thought that was because I will listen audio. to it, girl. Oh, it's in. Maybe it's in the works. I know it's in the works. She told me that. Anyway, when maybe it comes not, out, maybe it's not out. First yet. of all, I'll just tell you in general whether I like whatever I care about the story of these books or not. The smut, yeah. I will always pick up a Katie Roberts. I'll pick it up in a heartbeat. Yes. I'll pick it up. Yes. I'll pick it up. I'll put it down. I'll pick it back up yeah. again. Let me tell you right now. Mm, uh. mm, I'll pick it back mm. up again. Uh. <laughs> Okay, so tell me your favorite fucking scene, because then we got distracted. Okay. So my favorite uh, scene, okay, this is this is my favorite quote of the book, and I paraphrased okay. it a little bit. I cut out some of the unnecessary stuff. I'll take you to Shawnee's sexy corner. Ooh. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it Shawnee's nasty corner. <laughs> she about to get nasty. Not to be confused. <laughs> Not to be confused with sexy, sexy corner. corner. <laughs> <laughs> this is Shawnee's nasty. Nasty, nasty, nasty. You know me. I love the use of cum in all sorts of fashions. Yes, you do. And I like the description of this, right? So, yes. I like when uh, V says, you just left my bed. My cum is dripping down your thighs. And you want to feel a little bad, don't you? A little wrong. A little dirty. She thinks this. How does he do this to me? He keeps drawing the dark parts of me I thought best to hide. And then he says... You want to come on my cock while you're still flush from what he did to you? He pinches her clit. And then when you're done with him, you want me to bend you over the nearest piece of furniture and bang you again? All day, Isabel. His cock, then mine, then his again. We'll take turns tasting that pussy. And I was like, take 
turns. Everybody share. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Let me take right now. Share it, share it, share it. Yeah, I thought that scene was super hot. I was like, I love Dirty Talk. I thought, I mean, that's like one of the coolest things about her books in general, but also this book is the description of what's going to come up. (laughs) No pun intended. in, In the act you know, like the description of what's happening in the act, Mm -hmm. you know, he's like narrating for her. Like, then I'm going to fuck him in the ass, but we're not going to let you come. We're going to make you watch because like, and like, and you're just like, Oh my God, I'm dying. That's the shit that short circuits your brain. Like, yeah, it takes you from an intellectual Uh, to lizard brain in an instant. That dirty talk. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely a, as they describe it, a one handed read. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. For you, you have you don't. I have a it's a no handed read. Baby, you have two let hands. Me tell you. you have two hands. <laughs> you got all the I hands. Got all the hands, baby. You got all of them. <laughs> <laughs> With one hand, I'm a pro. And, uh, With two hands, it's Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Disney. <laughs> it's the fun rides. <laughs> no waiting in line. Well, all your dreams come true, baby. Let me tell you. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> you guys, I have to ask you this because you guys also read funny books. Have you ever been reading your book one-handed and then it like hits you in the face because <laughs> you come and jump on your face? <laughs> Because that's happened to me before. That has happened <laughs> so many times. Hilarious when it happens. Because then you're just laying there, like, breathing heavily and giggling because you just whacked yourself in the face with your book. Good times. Uh, my favorite thing still, uh, we talked about this, I think, once before, but my favorite thing is still to be listening to an audiobook and be on my two-handed journey and then have my partner come in and assist or Ooh, or to just fun. or to just be like yo he, we start and then he'd be like put on your audiobook you know or whatever <laughs> oh my god shawnee oof, i oof. talked to leo about this today oof. okay so i said shawnee wants me to listen to a sexy scene of an audiobook while we're having sex and <laughs> leo goes well if, if you get to put one of your senses that you're not having sex with me like with your ears because you're listening to some other sex i'm gonna put on vr <laughs> VR goggles. <laughs> no, he, he has to put on VR porn. And then he goes, uh, no, that's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah, yeah. VR goggles for porn. Yeah. And then he's like, and then I'm going to be going thunk in your forehead. <laughs> thunk, thunk. And I was like, honey, this is supposed to be sexy. I was like, why don't you just set up the laptop next to us? You can watch the laptop while we're fucking. I was like, I'm fine with that. Or a phone or whatever. Then he's like, no, 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 it has to be VR goggles. Thunk. <laughs> and he kept whacking my head with the brim of his hat. And I was like, you're ruining the sexiness of this fantasy, honey. First of all, that's funny as shit. Leo is actually pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two, yes. I say tell Leo that one of us gets to enjoy something at a time. So you have, you put oh, your audio book okay. on just, and he is dedicated to your pleasure in this moment. This is your day. And then he puts the got VR it. goggles on and you're dedicated to his pleasure on that day. You know what I'm saying? Love this. <laughs> love this. Love this. One to one. One to one. Love you know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be equal yes. at the moment. That's what, it's kind of like 69 for me. Like 69 yeah, doesn't no. need to happen. Let's take turns. Let's, let's, let's take, take turns. turns. <laughs> So dumb. Let's just take turns. We're putting fucking 16 so, trying to cram it all in in 10 minutes. No, So we're both going to half enjoy time. this, right? Okay, great. Yeah. I've only done that like twice and both times I was like, this is dumb. This we is need dumb. to stop. And this, this is, is like <laughs> it's uncomfortable. I, how am I supposed to focus on enjoying myself 
when I'm also trying to focus on making you enjoy yourself. You know what's funny, much. though? I feel like all the things that were billed as, like, the hottest things when I was in high school, like, 69 was the thing everybody talked about. Of course. You know? Of course. And all the things that were billed as the hottest things are the things that I'm like, no. Like, shower sex, 69. These are not my favorite things to do. They're, like... People in movies and television are always having sex in the shower, yeah. in pools, in hot tubs. And I'm like, there's no lubrication. No. Because the water takes it Take right away. Right away. Right away. And then you're dry as a desert because your body has closed up to trying to not let all that water in. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, nope, it's terrible. It's terrible. Like, but in goodness. this book, it was juicy. But in this book, although you know what I'm excited about? Well, if we m- end up moving in 2021, I would like to have a shower that has a shower bench, bench or like a stool yeah. or whatever, like a little chair situation or a bench probably. That's not in the stream of water. Yeah. So the we can have the sex and then immediately rinse or rinse, you know, get all soaked yeah. up. Then we move to the bench. Then we have the sexy times and then we move back into the water. I like that. This is what I would That's like. on my mood board. I like this. I'm with you on that because like, yes. or I like, um, I had this one time, long time ago, um, the shower at this really fancy hotel that had like, I don't know, six shower heads in the, in the thing. Mm-hmm. And you could turn on mm-hmm. which ones you wanted. And then the, it was totally yeah. lined with benches. And then there was a middle bench. And so you yeah. could just choose. And then it was all enclosed. Nice. So it became like this hot box. So you were warm Steam room. in yeah. there. And it was nice. That was one of the best places, let me tell you, to do it. So if I could recreate that little bubble, that would. Yeah. I also like a hand water massager mm-hmm. that can be used together and separately mm-hmm. to be included in my shower area. Yeah. So, and I will, this will not be a shower for a guest. This will be a shower for me and my husband. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what I really want? I want... And our cleaning lady. Poor, I want a... Poor cleaning person. I want a bathtub that is not the shower, right? So, like... I, yes. I like... 100%. Yes. So, like... And the reason is because, like, you know, my partner will say, like, hey, why don't you take a bath? And it's like, well, because we've been showering in here, I have to, if I'm going to take a bath, i got to clean this. i got to make sure it's nice yeah, and clean yeah. beforehand. So it can't be so, – sure. and I don't want to do that every day. But I could clean out the tub. It's got to be freestanding. Just, yeah. It's got to be freestanding. Totally freestanding. Also, I'd like it mm-hmm. if it was all glass, if I could see in the shower. So I could be in the tub that I could see my partner in the shower. And Well, have you ever seen the wet rooms where the shower and the tub are in the same – quote unquote room, but there's no divider because the whole floor is a wet room. So it has the whole floor drains. That's what I want. That's what I want. Cause Mm -hmm. then I could take a quick shower before I get in my bathtub to like clean myself, get in my bathtub. And then I like to take baths that are scalding. Yeah, me too. And my whole body gets incredibly red and I start, I sweat profusely. So then I like to rinse with cold water afterwards to bring the body temperature down because <laughs> I'm sweating so much. And so I would like that to all, like, I don't want to have to like worry about where I step. I want to just like get out and it's like, oh, it's fine if I'm dripping because I'm in the shower, in the shower yep. area, the wet room. Yes, that. That's cool. That. Guys, we have a bougie life plan. So mm-hmm. obviously you should go to patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance to help us live our bougie dreams. But in yeah, all seriousness. Because right now I got a pedestal us. sink that's driving me crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now in all seriousness, it helps us run the podcast, pay for hosting, um, pay for all of the, you know, Zoom accounts and all the things that we need to run the podcast and give you guys great audio. So go to patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance. Because we are explicitly awesome. So you do have to actually type it in or click the link in our bio or in the show notes because you cannot search for us on Patreon. Nope. Okay, Bridget. Yes. What did you think of the storyline 
the end, right? Where um, Ursul, <laughs> Ursula, the Ursula, Ursula, Ursula character, yeah, um, yep, was like, okay, in order for like I will have peace with your people if you go. Right. You know, do this mission for me and tell... Bring me Ariel, yeah. basically. <laughs> go, go tell Ariel that I know where her boo is or somebody that she wants yeah. or whatever. And they... Eric. Prince Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> and then they... they Like, she weighs this option about it. Like, oh, should I do that? But if, if I do, I'll be sending Ariel to certain doom, you know, or like, or whatever. Yeah. And then they did it. <laughs> I was fine with it. I was like... Because they're all villain. Like, that's the whole point is that they're yeah. not good. They're not all good people. Yeah. Well, they're... And so... I mean, Bella's supposed she to basically be says, She basically said, my father taught me family is more important than anything, so I'm willing to sacrifice this to keep my family safe. Yeah. I don't know. I a little bit... I, was fine with I a little bit was like... I mean, I was fine with it. Like, I, it wasn't something that took away from the story or whatever, but I was also like, that's fucked up, girl. That's cold. <laughs> that's fucked up, girl. That's fucked up. Yeah. It is fucked up. She did go and say, like, you know this is a trap. Yeah. And Ariel's like, it doesn't matter. So she, like, went, but she, like, gave it to her straight. She wasn't like, this is a good idea. She was like, I don't think you should go, but I had to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Ariel's like, I don't care. But it turns out that Ariel's going to not be that upset about it, I don't think. Uh, so. yeah, I have a feeling it's going to all work out for her. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all going to work out <laughs> in their kinkiest dreams. Guys, mm. I haven't read that one yet, but... Can you imagine? I'm guessing there's a happily ever like, after. She's getting spanked, and it's like... Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like... Ah, <laughs> 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 Hilarious. I hope that is on the audiobook. <laughs> but I was fine with that. I actually liked so that so they go there, uh Gaetan goes with her beast days to protect the the kingdom. And the like one of the last lines of the book is like, let's go home to our beast. And I was like, that's nice. That's it, nice. That's your guys. That was very nice. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Let's take a quick break, Johnny. Let's go uh take the quick break and we'll be right back and we we'll get some ratings for you guys hello best friends thank you for being loyal listeners of romance at a glance we're so happy to have you if you'd like to support us further head over to patreon where you can become one of our patrons we've got a lot of great perks such as merch and a super secret discussion group where bridget and i talk to you directly about all things romance and all things nasty so come on over and now back to our show what did you think of Fair Isabel? I thought Isabel was... I gave Isabel a three. Um, okay. She wasn't my favorite. I was just like... I don't know. <laughs> I she, she, she felt a little flat for me in general. Um, I think I might have wanted a little bit more from her. I thought she was a little bit whiny. Um, mm. That I... That I didn't enjoy, but overall, I mean, like, solid in the middle for me, Isabel. Nice. I gave her a four. I thought she was tough and lusty, like a lusty gal. Mm -hmm. Um, She was super thrilled when they started giving it to her the way she needed it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're not wrong. She was like, oh, we gonna clown? Oh, we gonna clown. (laughs) And also, she got to keep both her men's. I was like, props to you, sister. Mm Mm-hmm. Props to you. You know what it reminds me of? I I was in an Uber with this black man who was about, I don't know, somewhere in his late 50s, early 60s. Uh, the fact mm-hmm. that he's black is important to the story. 
because you gotta vi- <laughs> because I you gotta visualize it. <clears throat> okay. Um, but and I know every brown girl out there has had this moment because old dudes they just they don't give a fuck. They just come at mm-hmm. you. And uh, mm-hmm. so I'm in the car and he's uh trying to. There was some jazz music on. I was talking to him about it, whatever, and he was like all impressed about something he's and so he starts hitting on me and um mm-hmm. and I go I was like ah, you can't handle me I already got I already got two boyfriends I can't do another <laughs> and he like he like turns to me hard like what like what what and he's like you got two and I was like I already got two he's like and you don't need another one I was like I can't I'm too tired I don't need another one he was. Then he just looks at me, and then he puts his hand out for daps. He's just like, "Man, props to you." <laughs> he just gives me daps. Hilarious. <laughs> like, but I, I, uh, <laughs> I do like the uh, sandwich aspect of a MFM, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. uh, this book gave me good sandwich feels. Is I at least got that good from Isabel. Um, I did yeah. think like her sisters. She had like the f- sisters who were trying to come in to help her and. Yeah. And she was like, I got this, guys. <laughs> if I needed help, I would have told you. I was like, I can't imagine telling my sisters, like, I got this. If I need help, I'll I'll tell you. My sister would be like, bitch, if you don't back up, like, out of my face right now. I couldn't imagine talking to my sister like that. <laughs> oh, interesting. I wonder if it was also the narrator, because in my mind, she was just like, guys, like, I got this. Back off. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Especially because her sisters are the re- like sent her there. If I was her, I'd be like, "Yo, y'all sent me here to do whatever it takes. So you better back the fuck off and let me do it the way I'm gonna do I it." I mean, I don't think they had that in mind when they <laughs> said whatever it takes. They said do whatever it takes. But also, what they think was gonna happen? Listen, some kinky ass generals who she's already been fucking. They're not gonna want to fuck. But come sisters, on. come on, buddy. Sisters by nature and by design are always going to be all up in your business, no matter always. what you do. I will leave me alone. Get out of my business. They're gonna be like girl like that does never gonna happen especially my eldest sister like i wouldn't even dream to be like get out of my business also because she's not like a problematic sister um but she's still gonna be like what you doing what's going on how you know whatever come to my house we need to talk um so like (laughs) i mean it made sense to me her sisters were all up they were like you didn't come back i needed to know what you was doing like and they just kidnapped her they just took her (laughs) Like a, no, they let her call them, though. No, they let her call, but they just, like, scooped her uh, at a certain point yeah. and were just like, yeah, yeah. We, we just need to figure out what's going Come on here. We don't we, yeah. we don't have all the facts, so uh, we're just going to scoop you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was for it. I was like, you scoop me all day. Scoop what did you think right of, uh, what did you think of our beast? I gave him five stars. Ooh. I said, color me happy when the beast was like, you know what? I'm going to keep you both. <laughs> and play them to the tune of my will so they don't get scared away and I can fuck them both as much as I want. <laughs> I did not like that in the past that he had her on the pedestal. However, I feel like he made up for that and I was happy that he was doming them both and I liked him. I thought he was the strongest of the three. I agree with you. I gave him a five. I was like... Ooh! I was on I was in between I was like a four point five um but I like that he was like the um kind of puppeteer the puppet master of this whole yeah thing and he kept his cool and he was all Uh like and I felt like he had two people around him who were like willy-nilly you know like 
He had to like manage their emotions. Yeah, and, like, he had to manage. He had to, like, yeah, <laughs> he was like, "Oh, I better not spook Gaetan away. I better do this subtly." Yeah, he would, let me just give him a blowjob in the shower. Subtle. <laughs> he was like a a Virgo on a. He was like a Virgo with a team of Pisces. Like he just was the rock, the yeah. solid, like yeah, he's steady, the rock. yeah, you know, or whatever. While the other two were in their feelings. <laughs> Yes, they were in there. So many feelings. Absolutely, they were in their feelings. You couldn't tell me that Isabel and Gaetan weren't water signs. You couldn't. You couldn't tell yeah. me. <laughs> what did you give Gaetan? Uh, I gave Gaetan a three, um, for okay. the reason we talked about earlier. Like he, there was too much hemming and hawing for me, and I like I felt like he could. Um, I feel like he could have leaned into it a little bit more. He could still kind of hemmed, you know, a little less hot and leaned in uh, to see what yeah. you know. Because um, like it also made him look kind of weaker that that Beast was puppeting him into the thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like I don't know. We need to be like convinced so much when it was like clearly working out. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's obviously working. Get on board. <laughs> I also gave him a three. I thought he was angsty for me, and I didn't like that he tried to make her feel bad for her kink. And I thought he recovered well when they were playing, but. I, I also didn't like that he, he, I guess until the very end, he didn't, he didn't like come up with the play, I guess. Like he didn't come up, like he never to me embraced fully like what she was like yeah. and came up with the ideas of like, oh, I know she really likes shame and humiliation. Like I'm going to come up with it and I'm going to like play into that yeah. for her. Um, it was always Beast who was like showing him how to do that for her and which again, why I love the beast. Um, but I didn't like that. It, it almost felt like he still was like a little uncomfortable with her kink. I don't yeah. know. Or not uncomfortable so much as like not taking advantage of it. Yeah. In a way that she wanted him to. Yeah. I also like Loki, even all the way through the end of the book, felt that Gaetan still was not fully in. Like, in there. Like, he wasn't fully in it with yeah. them. Yeah. Like, he still had one little toe one out little the door. One little toe out the door. Like, mm-hmm. I, it just, you know, and I feel like yeah. when you're... I was like, a thruple. sink balls deep into this thruple. Yes. Come on. Balls deep. <laughs> I feel like when you're when it's a thruple, you just got to really lean into that shit. Like, there's no half-stepping into a thruple because no. that's a commitment, no. you know, and yes. a balance of four relationships, people. you know? Like, Us. so, um, yes. but yeah, I would... I mean, I would love to be the sandwich in a thruple. Let me tell you right now. Yes. Right now, I'm a. I'm would a, you like to? Here, I have a question though. Yeah. Would you like to be in a thruple though, or would you like to be in more? Because obviously, you're already in a poly situation. But would you like to be in the thruple where they're also having sex with each other, or would you like to be in it where they're both focused on you? So, like, you obviously want to have sex with two people at once. We've talked about this on the podcast before. But do you want them to both be focused on you, or do you want them to also be having sex with each other? So I don't care. Like. You know, so, I mean, not that I don't care. I care. Shawnee's like, as long as there's two dicks, I I don't care. I mean, I'd love for them to be focused on me, but I don't, like, but I would love to watch them focus on each other as well, like, because I like to watch in general. So, like, and and it's more because I'm a curious creature that I'm like, hmm, show me how you guys, how are you doing this? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But but then also to me, uh, the one thing I found about Polly, which has been really helpful, is that uh, to diversify relationships. So, you know, and we've talked about this, where it's like, 
my partner is not responsible for all my emotional needs. You know, one, I'm responsible, but two, I can call my sister. I can call my girlfriend. I can call my, you know, insert whatever. Mm -hmm. So diversifying needs is something that I have actively embraced, right? So I'm like, you know, my partner doesn't want to watch Korean dramas with me. I'm like, oh, hey, cool. Do I have a friend? Anybody out here want to watch Korean dramas? Like, and that, that, you know, Um, and so like, the fact if my partner had another partner to sec- to satisfy sexual needs there, that would mean that I wasn't responsible for all of the, you know, all right. that. And also they could cuddle. They need to support each other. They whatever. And sure. Sometimes when you have like, you know, two guys. And they might be into a slightly, they might be into something that you're not into. Exactly. And then they get to explore that in a safe space separate from you. Or maybe you get to watch, but you don't have to actually actively be involved or whatever. Exactly. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like. You know me, like I had that bad experience with butt stuff. So it's not, it's not my go-to move. I know it's a really great move. It's not my go-to move because I had that really bad experience that I talked about on a previous podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And so like that, that could be something that they explore together that I don't have to do. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So like, I, yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm down for whatever. I'm, I'm, de- I'm in it. You know, I, I definitely don't. A thruple is enough for me. Like. Too many, I don't want a bunch of partners type situation because mostly because I don't want to have to worry about, I want to be, what do you call it? Um, Like fluid bonded. So like everybody within that uh, relation, right. relationship has been like tested and... Tested, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's, okay, so that's my thing about the BDSM club. Like I'm so into the idea of it. However, I, I don't think I could ever do it because, you know, I got to like think about germs and about the like STDs and stuff. And I like don't think I could overcome that mentally in a situation like that. Like she's just like fucking Aurora. She don't know where Aurora's been. No. He's been like fucking like half the people in this room. And you're like, were they always using condoms? Did everyone get tested? Maybe they're like, you know, this is like some sort of fantasy land. Maybe there's just like no yeah. diseases in this fantasy land. That's fine. Um, That's why I like the the but, paranormals because they, they never get diseases. Yeah. The, they never have diseases. Oh, we can't give it to humans. Sold. sold done. I'm 100% sold on that. <laughs> so anyways, that would be my BDSM. Like, and even when people are talking about like, oh, we're like swingers or oh, we go to like sex parties and stuff. I'm like, you don't know where all these motherfuckers have been. Yeah. I could never do it. See, I, I, I could it. only, you know, like for me, I'm sapiosexual. So I can't just go have casual sex period. But what I could do and what I am comfortable with. Oh, I with, can and I have. <laughs> Bridget. I can, Bridget. And I have. I envy. And I loved it. I envy you so much. <laughs> you you have no clue because it would be it's really helpful. a long time though. It would be really helpful if I could just bang, bang shit out. Okay. Um, oh I hate God. sometimes that I'm trapped by my brain in this process. Um, mm. But, but uh, the one thing I could do, right, is basically control the scenario. So if, sure. if there's another couple that we swing with who are also, they've been tested and they're also um, flu- right. fluid yeah. bonded, then we set up the scenario that we sure, meet at the BDSM sure. club. We right. have an encounter. Right. We do that whole thing and do a role-playing right. session versus right. like actually it happening on right. the spot. No, that shit could never happen with me. Like, yes. I'm sure other people can do it and that's no yuck on your yum. I personally can't Could do not it. do it. Couldn't. Yes, I agree. Can we talk about Glory I know you guys, we promised each other before this episode started it was going to be short and sweet, and it's not that long yet, but that we would go on no tangents, and now we've gone on like 30, but I promised they're all good ones. So I love the idea of glory holes. I think, like, the idea of them having sex with you, or you being the one and, like, using them for your own pleasure or whatnot. Or them having sex with you and you just being, like, essentially, like, restrained and, like, you have to just, like— 
have as many orgasms as as can happen. Which is really nice. Love it. Yeah. Love it. However, I never just let all these strangers raw dog me. I never, I never. Not only am I monogamous with my husband, but I would never. I, I love trust strangers up in the snatch. I love the fantasy of like love the fantasy um, of it. I wouldn't say necessarily glory hole because that that particular mechanic doesn't appeal to me. However, the idea of being blindfolded and not knowing. Who's fucking you? How many people? How many? Lots of people. Who, whatever. Oh. Like, yes. Yes. Like that. Just you know? one after another. Just like. Yeah. That. Yeah. I'm like, that's just hot. Now, in real life, yeah. it would never happen. No. But like. Never happen. That's just hot. <laughs> hot. So hot. So hot. Okay. Obviously, this book was kinky and BDSM. Yeah. Um, it was nasty. What was your McDreamy? What was your McDreamy to McSteamy? Well, my McDreamy to McStimmy was a McThreple that was mm-hmm. a McNasty and a McGooey. <laughs> everything about them just felt gooey. Like everything that they did, yeah. I was like, oh, it, there's got to be so much juices flowing in this situation. I hope somebody's got a rag. I hope somebody's got a towel nearby. Are they Lysol wipes? They did, they did shower off quite a bit, which I yeah. appreciated the realistic nature of that necessity because there's a lot of jizz well yeah that's the one thing i hear all the time especially in like in historical books or whatever is like they'll have sex and then sometimes a guy will get up and get a napkin to help clean sure but then she pops up the next day and is out the door and i don't care what anybody says even if you clean the night before when you actually stand up the next day you'll have a whole new set of situation that just keep flowing you know yeah and so i'm always like it's very unrealistic the cleanup process in a lot of books or they just yeah. never they talk never about it never go pee they never pee no. after i'm like where are all the UTIs? but you know me bridget i never pee <laughs> like I, well, that, well that's true sorry that's actually that's, a that's lie. true that's a lie you I, are i pee showing it's possible 50 percent of the time i pee naturally my body goes oh you have to pee other 50 percent, i pass the fuck out and i i don't get utis Good for you. I've actually, to be fair, it's possible I would never get a UTI. I just always pee. <laughs> Even if I don't have to pee, I force myself to pee. Because nobody told me that you should pee after sex. Like, that was not a thing I ever heard until I think I was in my 30s. Although, to be fair, I have had sex and passed out for sure. Then I didn't get a UTI. Yeah. So it's all fine. Like It's all fine. I think it also depends on the oh, level of sex you've had too. Sometimes, like things be probably. swollen down there, <laughs> things be for real. And your body be like, go pee, go pee. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, especially if you like have been drinking or something, and you like kind of have to pee, but then like they're smushing you in different shapes, and then the pounding, and then you're like, I have to pee so bad, so bad. No, I will pee on these sheets, and not in the good way, in the real pee way. <laughs> All right, my favorite line. Oh, wait, mine was McShame burning that house down because her shame kink was fire. Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, my favorite line in the book, aside from the ones I've already said, was he was actually kind of a sweet one. He grins against my mouth. I'm saying I love you and your big cock, Gaetan. It's not the same as what I feel for Isabel, but it's all tied up together the way we are. I love you and I'm keeping you. And I was like. Oh, he gonna keep you. He gonna keep you. That's what I. That's literally my my love line that I always say to my partner. It's like, it's like I'm like I like you. I go keep you. <laughs> I say that to Leo. I say that to him like literally five times a week. I'm like I 
you know what? I'm gonna keep, keep you. you. Or they do. I'm gonna keep they do you. Something good. They do some good. Yeah. You're like, yeah. I'm gonna keep you. I'm gonna keep you. I'm not gonna throw you. I'm gonna keep you. I say that to him all the time. He's like, he's like, yeah, ha ha. Where are you gonna send me? And I'm like, I'm gonna keep. You. I'm gonna keep you. I love you. Okay, my favorite review was from Crystal. She gave it five stars. Mm-hmm. And she said, Dear Sweet Jesus, this book is hot with all capitals. Like fanning myself all day and hiding my screen on my lunch hour because this is not safe for work. H-O-T. Couldn't put it down, though, because the story itself is so damn good. But yeah, keep a fan close by. And I was like, yep. That's hot. Yes, it is. That's hot. Yes, it is. Uh, Okay, so my review is from Mooney. And I'm going to, like, pick a middle section. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Instead of reading the whole thing. But overall, Mooney liked the book. Um, thought it was hot, 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 hot. Um, and she really <laughs> loves Beauty and the Beast retellings. Okay. okay. Uh, but in the middle, she said, however, we were kind of just placed in the middle of what's happening. And it wasn't further explained. Or rather, the characters would talk about the past. And that's fine. But it wasn't properly explained. So it kind of didn't make sense. I thought the plot, some scenes were slow. And I didn't really care for the characters because of this. I found myself skimming some parts of the book. Um, and so in general, that's kind of how I've, I felt, not fully like this review, but um, I gave it a three star. I think it is a solid book. It is a solid smut. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it like it delivers, which is what a three is for me. It's like, it's worth mm-hmm. the read. It delivers. However, for me, it didn't go um, uh, like above and beyond because the sex mm-hmm. kind of balanced out the fact that the story for me was not really mm-hmm. there. Um, but the sex mm-hmm. is worth it. Every bit of it. The book is filled with sex. Smutty, smutty, yeah. smutty sex. Pick your best scene. Pick what you want. Pick your poison. Um, so if that's what you need out of a book, this is the book for you. And I would recommend it. And I'd put on your quickie list and set your bookmarks because <laughs> <laughs> it's a two-handed banger. <laughs> I wonder if she likes Beauty of the Beast retellings, if she was also like us and didn't read the other books. Because I wonder if we had read the first books, if it all would have made more sense. Yeah. And, which obviously we didn't, and, like, we can't, like, go back and redo it, so it's just, like, it is what it is. (laughs) But I wonder if she also just likes Beauty and the Beast retellings and just didn't read any of the other books either. I, uh, yeah, I don't know, but I wonder because... Out of curiosity. I don't see anywhere and i i'm just doing a basic skim right now but i don't see anywhere where it says like you have to read the other books you know it doesn't i'm not generally seeing it's a standalone but it looks like it's a standalone and i'm not seeing it say like oh book number four it's book number four but it doesn't say like best read in a series or like and i feel like that needs to be in the description somewhere if it's required you know from the author i feel like i feel like Usually a series is expected to read in order unless it says this book can be read standalone. Got it. Like, that's the way it is. Like, you assume you should read the series in order unless the author says all of the books in the series are standalone. Got it. Well, then I would read this book in a series because yeah. it's definitely that book. For sure. But whether whether or not, I still didn't think that this book itself had enough story. Um Sure. I felt like, you know what it is? So, like, somebody once told me a long time ago, like an ex from a long time ago, he was eating chicken and he was taking, like, one piece, tiny piece of chicken and dipping it in, like, a ton of sauce and essentially, like, sucking the sauce off most of it and taking tiny little nibbles of the chicken. And I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, no, no, the chicken is just a vehicle for flavor. 
It's just a vehicle to get the sauce to my <laughs> The book is just a vehicle for this month. <laughs> and that's what this book is to me. The, the plot, whatever, minimal, whatever. It's a vehicle for smut. Whatever she's put in yes. there as a story is a vehicle for smut. And I think it is very juicy and it is good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was in between a three and a four star and I gave it four stars because I just like her books. I like the way she writes. I love the dirty talk. Like the book moved fast. The I agree. I think it would have made more sense had we already previously read, especially like when Hook and Tinkerbell show up. Like it would have been nice to have already read their book so we knew how Gaetan fit into their sex life and their friendship too. But that said, I was all about it. Yeah. I love Katie Robert. I love, love Katie Robert. I love her. love her. I love her. I love her, love her, love her, love her. Right after this, you guys, I'm about to go read another one of her novellas, and I'm about to be happy. That's why I don't give a fuck. Am By I- happy, I mean having an orgasm. Well, also, like, something she talked about, <laughs> something she talked about in her books is that, like, um, and in her interview was that she's really trying to, to deliver the smut. She has yeah. books out there that are purely date have no plot she knows they have no plot she didn't put no damn plot in it she's just trying to yeah. give you the smut and you can tell that from her and i appreciate that from her she's really upfront about that um and yeah her books are erotica like they are erotic they're erotic like she's she's she has other books that are uh slightly less let's say slightly less erotic and more like more st- longer a little bit longer yeah little and bit more, more story. substantial plot wise yeah but yeah Especially the like the novellas and the t- I feel like one thing we've talked about with novellas is like the balance between containing a story and containing the smut and balancing like what is the purpose of your novella and like what are you trying to deliver? Yeah. And I feel like the novellas of hers that I've read have a, have a nice little story within them, mm-hmm. but the purpose of it is to explore whatever the sexy times of those characters are. Yeah. The purpose, like, they're not, you know, I read um, this one novella, and, like, they had sex, but, like, right at the end, and it felt like, okay, this should have just been about the feels because you didn't get there fast enough. Like, she gets in quick. Mm -hmm. And I think she does a great job of establishing the tension and the desire so quickly that even though they have sex right away, you're already like excited that they're going to have sex. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Which I think is, I mean, that's a hard thing to do in like <laughs> 20 pages to make me excited already that the characters are going to bang. Like that's, that's talent. That's talent. That's talent. Mm-hmm. She's got talent. We, uh, we want to see uh, more from Katie Roberts. So she writes a shit fuck metric ton. Like you said, <laughs> so, so we will. She writes so much, so much. She writes like 60,000 words a month. It's a novel a month, basically. It's freaking amazing. Between, like, all of her different stuff that she writes. I I mean, she's going to obviously keep writing. We're going to have to have her on the podcast again. Uh, We'll have to find a book next year that we want that will fit into one of our seasons. Yeah, we have to just because. Yeah. Got to. Yeah. Have to. That's how much we love Katie (laughs) Yeah. Maybe we'll put her in the novella season. We're thinking about doing a season that's just novellas. All right, you guys. That's all we got for you today. That's all we got for you today. It's time for your books to be your lover. And your hand, your best friend. Yeah, yeah, yowzas. Also, guys, this is the exact book that we made our tagline about. (laughs) 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 Our our tagline is about one-handed reading. (laughs) In case 
case you missed it, I finally explained it to you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.